Although in a good cause. So. Yeah, so let's just, uh, a couple of quick arrows, because we have this uh, midterm uh, in Chazara for the next couple of days. Um, and after that, we'll try to pick up, uh, you know, more quickly through some of the other material. But we had been discussing the, before uh, we, you know, jumped into the uh, Beetle um, Shliach Lahalaka topic, we were discussing the question of the different aspects of it. It's a very as a rich um, takana, and one which also, you know, reflects not only <coughs> concerns about the um, standards of the get in both directions, as we discussed, but also um, agav, you know, really tests um, some of the, you know, broader interrelationships, you know, within the process. In particular, the status of shliach lachlacha and shliach kabbalah, which is why we end up with the not digression, but the um, the connected sugya of the status of shliach laholacha, but uh, this idea that the shliach laholacha and the shliach Kabbalah of Gittin constitute like two um, parallel, you know, kind of opposites, in that both of them are very unique, perhaps, to um, you know to Gittin, and they're not uh, neither is uh, a typical. Again, I'm not saying everybody holds this way, but that, the, the, but that there is, uh, you know strong basis, you know, to think, or that some uh, of the Rishonim or Poskin think that uh, both Shliach Lolach and Shliach Kabbalah may constitute exceptions to the typical Shlucho Adam Kimoso, but in opposite uh, ways, Shliach Lolach, you know, being more, you know, even more, you know, um, uh, independent and, you know, representing, you know, intrinsically a, a stage Maybe even the, in the Gerushin, Shliach Kabbalah being, um, you know, less, you know, a representative and more like an extension, but also something which is unique to um, to Gerushin. Um, so the question was that we were dealing with was what you know whether or not that is also part of the um, interesting debate, you know, among the Rishonim regarding the Falenachta, Falenachta, as we noted, without going through the whole story again. Uh, the Gemara discusses the status of Baal and, you know, um, dismisses the idea that Baal, when he, uh, you know, directly is Megaresh, has said, Then the Gemara discusses the status of Isha. And again, in her capacity as the Mechabelis, I get, the Gemara rejects also the Fomenechta, Fomenechtam. The Gemara, you know, is, uh, uh, technically has her, you know, articulating Fomenechta, Fomenechtam, but only when she serves, you know, the function as a kind of shliach um, haba'a, I guess you'd call her, um, but not as uh, the recipient of the get. And uh, the question is then, so when do we have the Fanenechtam? So we certainly seem to have it in shliach laholacha, and as far as shliach Kabbalah, you know, that's a discussion among the, you know, among the Rishonim, that's a discussion we had in Iran, and in the, um, again, or Ben Kreska, Saritva, whatever you want to call it, um, both on that base and then on that, you know, Dalid. Um, and, you know, the range of views that, that emerge are, number one, you know, what does this depend on? Does it depend on the timing? Does it depend on the direct Mesira of the of the Bailin? Uh, the Ran emphasizes the timing. The Ritva emphasizes the direct role of the, of the Baal. But the Ritva also has this other 
you know, um, perspective, um, you know, that maybe not so much that Shliach Kabbalah doesn't require Bafana Nafkana, but Shliach Kabbalah would not be Nemenes, or would not be Nemon, sorry, um, I don't know who it is, um, to, you know, to, to, um, you know, to establish, you know, Bafana Nafkana Nafkana. Uh, he has it in terms of a kind of daiko mitzvah, but you know, once that's a possible reading in the Gemara, you know, that becomes uh, you know very, very, um, very important. Um, the truth is, once you know you have that possible reading in the in the Gemara, um, it also becomes a possible reading for you know for Isha. I mean, the Gemara seems to establish that Isha, unless she is functioning as a shliach la'avaa. That you know, she also, you know, is not um, um, subject to panenachdam. You know, so the normal way to read that is that she doesn't require it. But um, if the pshat, you know, in shliach Kabbalah is that it doesn't work, you know, it's possible that that would be true for Isha as well, and that becomes very important for potentially for shita saraivet, which we'll discuss in just a couple of minutes, or at least get on the record. Probably have to discuss it still a little bit more when we continue with all this. Which Ravid, um, you know? If there's no Kium, right, can the Isha um, marry, you know, when she's Mechabellus again? No. What? What no? I mean, she can't. Yeah. According to the right. right. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, no. <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. You know, you know. Um, yeah. So there's this major, major debate between the Rambam and the, uh, the Raivid. <coughs> there are three Rambams, basically. Right? And two Raivids. Right? That seems like unfair a little bit. Yeah. Um, Right? Do you have it there, um, Al? You have it? Yeah? He's saying that uh, you're getting some help from uh, Noah. What? No, it's not the one that's around the No? Okay. So the, you have this uh, interesting debate between Ram and Rai, which we need to get back to. Um, so we have the debate about Shliach Kabbalah, whether it, you, know, you don't need it or it works. Um, as I say, there are different ways to explain it. There are technical ways to explain it. Um, it may also have to do with whether or not you're still a shliach with Kabbalah, or you're still a shliach after you've done your shlichos, in the case of shliachs and Kabbalah. Um, and, or do you need a shame shliach, or is it just, you know, the same person, you know, when he's not a shliach anymore, it doesn't mean that his credibility is gone. But if it's betorah shliach, as a tope sashtar, then that could be an important um, factor. That's also um, an issue. Um, I mentioned the Chuba of the Rivash. I'm sorry he's running through this, but I want to get back past it. The Chuba of the Rivash, what happens if the, um, you know, if the um, you know, is not pronounced uh, until after the, you know, the Mishaleach. Let's say the get was given, you know, but the wasn't uh, declared, you know, until the Baal, you know, dies. Uh, or the debate between the Ramah I mentioned and the Tosas uh, Rid, like whether or not you really have to, you know, uh, give the gets, you know, again, um, if you forgot to say it, you know, the first time, or, 
you know, even if it's already, if it's still in the hands of the, um, of the Isha, you know, you can still, you know, just say the words, even if you didn't say it in advance of giving it to her. So that, you know, the, these questions of, like, the formal din or the status of the Shliach, so, of course, raises the question about Isha. And with Isha, you have this, you know, major argument between the Rambam and the Rambam. And part of the uh, discussion in, in some of the Norse Kalim is like, what's the Ravid going to do with the Gemara in Chabdal and Amanala, which seems to say pretty clearly that the Isha, you know, doesn't need to say the um, Pani the Pani right? So um, the point is that, this, you know, this is the answer that some give, um, that if you read the Gemara the way, for example, the Ritva on Chabdal and Amanala, you know, um, suggested before he was Dochev, Namely, not that Shliach Kabbalah and by extension Isha, right, don't need to say which would support Shittas Rambam, but that if they, you know, declare it wouldn't work. Um, that that's the pshat in the Gemara, which might mean that you need another way to be establishing, you know, that the get, you know, is uh, is mekuyam or not mezuya. Uh, you know, then at least from that Gemara, there's no problem. But this is the Rambam and the Raivid, as I said, that we... Um, Al, you have it? Let's just go through it just very quickly so we get them on the record, and then we'll, we'll talk more about them still. But um, it's very explicit in, you know, later on, right, in Perak base, you know, Halacha base. Is that it? Yud base base? Al? What is it? Yud base, um, elephant base. Yeah. So that's a case, you know, where, again, we don't have independent information that she is uh, an Asha Sish. It comes from her. So that's the principle of Pesha also Pesha Good. That's a Gemara in, uh, in Ksubis, or Avka base. Correct? Huxika. Yeah. Okay, meaning if she's hooks a then she's not nemenes lahatir um atzma. Okay. In Shamget. So let's say there are in the Sira, right? But there's no get. Or there's a get without any, you know, text or, or whatever. Okay. Right, with this get. Oh. So that's the Rambam saying that if a woman produces a get, even if it's not Makuyam, she can get married on the basis of that get. What does the right and say? Even if there's no error, but if there's an error, so then we understand that's the last line of our Mishnah, that if the Baal's Ma'arer, whether that's the Raisa or the Rabbanan, We'll get to it, right? According to the Rambam, if he's Ma'ara, that's a Dindal Rai. So we'll talk more about that. That's 
you know, Perikzayin, Halakha base, right? But other states draw Banyan. But within the absence of an error, there's a question, in the absence of an error, does the woman need, you know, Kiyum, you know, Haget, in order to marry? So the Rambam says, um, no, right? And the Rambam, and the Raidit, sorry, says, yes. Okay, so the question is, isn't that against the Gemara on Chavdalid, which says that if a woman is in the Kabbalas, the get, not as a Shliach Holacha slash Hava, but as a, um, you know, as, as an Isha, that there's no dinner before the Nekta, before the Right? So what does that mean? So the Pashtus, you know, it sounds like what, Al? What does it mean? Yeah, but, um, doesn't need so you don't need it. You don't need before the the because since the either because he gave it to her directly or because, you know, um, you know the timing of it, or, frankly, this is you know my preferred idea. This is a thought also, or because she is the bala sashtar. She's the topesa sashtar. The star is for her. So the Eidah Shabishtar basically says that she is, um, you know, Begoreshis. Again, there'll be an error, that's a different story, you know. And then we have to discuss. That, that's the last line in the Mishnah. The Eirur requires a defense. But absent error, that's a simple reading of the Gemara, actually. In this case, it's not the Rambam, you know, who was uh, Mechudash. But the Raivid is saying, no, uh, even if there's no error, you need Kiyom Chosamos in order for her to move, you know, forward. So this is also the debate between the Rambam and the Raivin and Hilchos, you know, Abadim. You have that also? What is it? Um, what is it? Bob Zion or Zion Bob? What? Bob Zion. So Bob Zion. Al, you have it? Yeah, takes such This is part of the, you know, the equation between Nogite, Nashim, and Shechurei Abadim. One of them is in terms of a fun and fun and Yeah, so the Ketzat Hain Shavin. The Ketzat Shavin, the Moach, maybe. Okay, good. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so here now we're getting into the the issue. Go ahead. That's exactly what the that's the Ramam Lashitasa. Right, that uh, the Isha and by by extension the Eved, if they're holding on to the Shtar, they don't need anything further, you know, there's in order to actually here the the um, I think it's the Lecha mission is here, the one the one who had uh, who has the problem with the Raven, right? I think it's actually here. Yeah, okay, we'll get through it in a second. Yeah. Ukeshem, go ahead. Okay, that's again a bit of a different case because that's in the case of Tanai. Okay, but uh, that's the Rambam's talk. What does the Raivet say here? It's the same uh, quotes first. Um, and he says, Amr Avram, 
That's the Gemara on Chavdalid, right? That's how the Rambam interprets. I mean, you don't need the fun and after fun, exactly what you said, right? So how do you how do you read the Gemara? That it doesn't help, right? So that's very uh, fascinating. Like, why wouldn't it help? Yeah. How do you know that? I mean, that's the simple answer. The answer is, you know, in Achanami, if there's an error. And the truth is that even if there's an error, the idea that you have to respond to the error isn't so, you know, obvious either. Again, it's it's a Mishnah, but most Rishonim are going to say, you know, that that is only a Dindarabana. Right, because in a Torah, and again, we still need to talk about this more. Um, you know, there's no din of kim shtaros no rights. Actually, it's ironic a little bit because Dafka the Rambam holds in the case of Baal anyway that um, you know that there is a doraisa requirement. So even though the Rambam thinks that if there's an error, there's a doraisa requirement to to defend against it. Nonetheless, if there's no error, right, he's willing to move forward even without kim. That's an interesting. You know, juxtaposition. They, it really seems to establish. You know, we'll see in a moment what it establishes. Okay, go ahead. But the Ravid is thinking, no. If error requires, you know, a response, then um, you know, going forward also requires a, spot, a response. So, but that's a little peculiar, also. That what's the difference if there's an error or there's or there's no error, right? Ah, so we'll get that in just a second. Go ahead. Meaning, you, you do not that you don't need it, but yeah, go ahead. Therefore, you could see that the rabbit is hedging a little bit, because the Gemara doesn't sound like it at all, frankly. This time, the rabbit is the one who's... But obviously, he had a strong conviction, or Masora. And then he says, Vasechel more. Yeah. Okay. So I think, the, is it the Lechamishpah here, he says? Mashapasov um, HaRaibid. And Masha Hikshu in the Gemara Isha Mechi Kamati Gita, Klomar, Vadai Eina Namenes, Lomar Bafanenekta, Velotiknu Rabbanan Ze El Lishliach, Avozush Eina Kishliach, Helishin's Garsha, Vakabalasa, Lomahemna, the Mesha Umra, the Fanenekta, Fanenekta, Otsar Kim Gabor, the King Pasa Bal Meshari, that's the Rebbe Yerucha. But that's essentially very similar to the, you know, Ritva on Kofdalid, the Shita that he quotes, except the Ritva doesn't quote it for the Isha, he quotes it for the Shliach Kabbalah. The Ribbon here doesn't tell us what he thinks about the Shliach Kabbalah. But basically, the, the Rabbeinu Yerucham and the Lecha Mishnah are suggesting a read for the Ribbon in the Gemara that parallels the Ritva's 
shliach Kabbalah, right? But that actually applies to the isha. Okay, we'll, we'll get to it one more second. Go ahead. Avlisha habav bikita biyada tarakiyum. The tirsu shehi shlucha kegon shomer lo lahav shliach laolacha adamati the gemara. Meaning, if, if she's going to be a shliach laolacha, then she could say b'falenechta, b'falenechta. Otherwise, not that she doesn't need to, but we don't believe her. Okay. Meaning, like, like the rabbi. Okay. So this is very, very interesting. But um, again, is this difference whether it's the Ritva's suggestion about uh, shliach Kabbalah, Right. Ritva doesn't say anything about the isha. He might think that even according to the Mandamar, Shliach Kabbalah, we don't believe in Falenachtam, Falenachtam, but it could very well, be, you know, but even though you need something, it could very well be that the Isha doesn't need anything. And it could be that the Ravid holds the opposite. So within the world view, let's say, that um, the Gemara Chavdalit is talking not about whether, you know, that you don't need Falenachtam, but that Falenachtam doesn't help, there's an interesting perhaps a little hard to know without interviewing the Ritva and, and the Raivid, like with the Ritva, what would the Ritva say about Isha? And what would the Raivid say about Shleich and Kabbalah? But in both cases, you have like the opposite effect of what we were talking about in terms of, you know, the Diok and Rashi, the Ran, and the Ritva actually himself, namely that, um, you know, Dafke Shleich Laholacha, you know, requires, and Shleich Kabbalah slash Isha, you know, don't require. And here we're saying the opposite. Shliach and Kabbalah and or, you know, Isha require, uh, but but can't accomplish. Shliach So again, in terms of the hierarchy, like which one is more, you know, um, capable, you know, of dispelling, of neutralizing this problem, right? Um, we have like a range of shitos, you know, about Shliach Halacha, Shliach Kabbalah, and Isha. Now, again, is it all about the way the Ritva understood it is about Daiko Mintzava, the way the Lechemisha is portraying it in the name of Rabbi Rucham, I have to check it out. Rabbi Rucham is, of course, a Rishon. But, um, um, you know, it sounds like it's more like a technical, like they were metake, the Nemonus of the Ponenechdam for Shliach, you know, but, but the Isha is not a Shliach. What would you say about a Shliach Kabbalah? That would be an interesting question because Shliach Kabbalah is a Shliach, but by the time they say the Ponenechdam, Ponenechdam, Again, maybe it's too late. That's what some Achronim point out. Or, and, even if it's, you know, even if that wasn't a timing problem, the Shleach of Kabbalah isn't that kind of a Shleach. So what I would prefer to say in all these things, potentially, um, is, you know, maybe it's not about timing and maybe it's not directness. It's not like, you know, how likely or unlikely an error is going to be or a or how compelling the era would be if it's made given, you know, these new realities, etc. But maybe this whole thing is about something else. Um, both whether you need B'falinachtam, B'falinachtam, and whether B'falinachtam, B'falinachtam work. Either, you know, of these stages. And that is how much, um, you know, the um, articulator of B'falinachtam, B'falinachtam, you know, to what extent are they considered to be, you know, like a balashtar, you know, that can trigger the Eidos Shabashtar to the defense of um, this particular um, charge or the potential 
um, charge, either before it's made or, or you know, if it's not made. Um, the uh, Rub in the Igros Hagrid has an interesting, you know, exchange with his father a little bit on this um, issue. I think on the piece in Parag Zion, Halakha Base, is worth looking at. Um, you know, where he discusses this a little bit um, in terms of, like, the Shliach, you know, Halakha, and the, like the Shliach Kabbalah, or the Isha being superior, maybe, in some respects, to the um, to the Shliach Halakha. But again, I think the argument could be made in either way. Um, on the one hand, in terms of drawing the line, whether it's Isha, Shliach Kabbalah, or, or Shliach Halakha, and that is that, you know, on the one hand, in terms of, like, the Tofes Hashtar, classically, is the... Um, you know, is the Tofei Sashtar. <laughs> that would be the Isha. So in some respect, to explain that, you know, you don't need Bafana Nefra, Bafana Nefra. The Eidosh of is really working for you. It's basically Reish Lakish. You know, again, it still might be subject to Ir Rabal. That, that might be a separate din, Drabanon, Daraisa, whatever that is. But at least, you know, where, where there's no actual um, error, that you're not looking for trouble, and that the assumption is in some respect, it's, it's the Isha. Um, to a lesser extent, maybe, it's the Shliach Kabbalah. Right. That's an interesting question to ask, since the Shliach Kabbalah, you know, is an extension of the Yad Isha, but has no, you know, personality, you know, it's, it's almost, you know, it's as a Kefza, not so much as a Gabra, so would that qualify, you know, as a, as a tofei sashtar? So that's an interesting question. I could see being mechalek in either direction, you know, on that, on that point. As for shliach lahonacha, so as I said before, in terms of being a gavra, you know, certainly relative to the shliach lekabalah, um, you know, much more of a candidate. On the other hand, um, you know, what about the relationship of the Baal to the Shtar and the Isha to the Shtar? So I say the ultimate recipient who's, you know, for whom this blank check, you know, based on Dasa Mishayib was written is the Isha and her, maybe by extension, representative. Right? But, on the other hand, as I say, he, the Shliach Laholacha, what, what about on the way, you know, to you know, um, completing the process, number one. Like the, you know, the Balashtar along the way, what status does he have? And this touches on the question of, you know, when the Gemara says, and that's why, let's say, even a Gabra who's Mufka or, a, or an Isha, you know, or Nashim who are Mufkain, may, um, you know, Nemanus, Mises Abal, are believed when it comes to delivering a get, or it can be shliach, you know, to deliver a get. And the Mishnah says, Gita Mochiach, you know, that's referring to shliach, you know, laholacha, essentially. Uh, moreover, this is something we need to talk about more. I know I keep saying that, but we do. Um, that, of course, from Velva, I don't know how many people saw that already, but in the Chidusha Griz, and also in Zion, uh, what is it, base? Um, talking about why it is that the Irrabal would have the effect of creating a Doraisa, you know, crisis. So, anybody see it yet? Yeah? So, Ravel de- de- develops the idea that even though 
that the role of the Baal in the, in the Get is not just that he's the Baal Dabar, but that he's the Baal Ashtar. He's a, he created the Shtar. And that gives him, in other words, let me say this, well, again, you know, to be, um, you know, to be elaborated on, but most Rishonim of the opinion that whether it's the Baal or anybody else who's Ma'arer, right, the Din of Kim Shtaros Durabanan means that Minatara, Resh Lakesh applies, and a Shtar is, you know, impregnable from the claim of Mizuya. And then everything, you know, all the cases that need Kiyum, including Get after the Irabal, all that is a Dindraba. That's like the standard majority opinion. Rabbi Vigdor, quoted in the Mordechai in Kiddushin, holds that whenever there's an error, right, that triggers Kiyum Shtaros Dorais. He disagrees with that. And that's why the Orzarua, you know, and then much later, you know, um, the Shach, you know, um, they're very critical of this view of Rabbi Vigdor. We have to talk about that. The Rambam, as we know, has kind of like an in-between shita. It seems like the Rambam holds that in general, most Rishonim are correct. That namely, the Kim Shtaros is only, always Durabana. But it seems like Irur Habal particularly <coughs> is different, and that requires, you know, uh, that, you know, engenders a Doraisa problem. So one of the things Ravelbo is trying to explain is like what's so unique about Irur Habal. So he has uh, this uh, idea that there's, you know, there's a Baldavar in the case, and there's a Balashtar, you know, the person who, who creates a star. And again, whether that's unique to Gitin, because of We'll discuss it. But the point may be that, you know, when we're talking about, you know, either um, you don't need the Fonenechta, the Fonenechta, you know, because you automatically have Rishlakish. Or, you know, if only certain, you know, personalities are believed to say the Fonenechta, Fonenechta, because of the assistance, once you say the Fonenechta of Rishlakish. So in this question of... You know, who, who's a better candidate? You know, the Shliach Halacha, the Shliach Kabbalah, uh, or the Isha, what emerges like an interesting issue. Because the, again, the, the ultimate, you know, you know, recipient of the star has certain powers in the Aegis of the star, clearly. When, but so does the person who generated the star. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, yeah, I think the Ram thinks that this is a, you know, a, more of a special din in the, in, in, in Gitan than, than in other Ashtaros, perhaps. So we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, so again, it's interesting if you look at the Rambam in, um, in, um, in, Pereg, in Pereg Zion. Al, you have that? The Rambam Parizayin, very, very long. There the Raibit is, is quiet. But, you know, as we know, um, silence, that's a big debate in, in Raibit Parshanut, you know, whether you can be Badaic from, you know, the silence of the, of the Raibit. But, like, the general consensus is that 
Well, I, I would say the truth is somewhere in between. Certainly, you can't always be the dying. You know, the, that the shtick of, you know, the rivet is kahodah. Here's a great example of it, because Perik Zion, um, Halakha, what is it, Kabdeis, you know, comes before, obviously, Perik Aleph, or Perik Yedbeis, Halakha Beis. Um, and there are many other examples of it as well. Um, again, like most things, I don't think you have to be extreme about it. I mean, sometimes, you know, um, the rabid silence, you know, probably is significant. But, okay, either way, uh, what do you have there in Kav Gimel and Kav Dalid? Is that what it is? Kav Gimel and Kav Dalid? Yeah. El? Go ahead. You should not um, get the Yishto Venitzav Nefzam Ketanea. The this is when he's making right, her, right, a shliach um, laholacha, like like the case of the Gemara. Right. Lach, and then they'll, you know, at the bezel will make a shliach to, to give you the get as he switch. Uh, she switches shaitlach, lock, you know. She's originally wearing the, you know, the hat of a shliach, and then she becomes the wife again. Right? Go ahead. Okay, good. That part is fine. Meaning that she'll be a shliach I guess we, is the right name according to the Rambam and Tarek right? So what happens then if he just gives her straight as a, not as a shliach but as an isha, right? And she's holding on to the get. She's becheskas migureshes. Now here the language is very interesting. So this is this the rest of this Rambam, if you ask me, is or at least you know he's interspersing in the rest of this Rambam a language of of who? Al, what would you say? Akiva, Rish Lakish, very heavily so. Okay, keep going. What's he saying now? If he gives her the get directly. She's becheskas migreshes, even though there's no kiyum, and even though she's not saying before and after, before and after, right? Hoil. That's the language of Rishlakish, right? The Afal P. Meaning that isn't captured, right? In choshen lo shemazipa also. So that part is umdana, okay. The ode, as I say, is interspersing. I didn't say that every word. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. the ode. That's great, of course. Very slokish. Okay. Lefikach. And this very long piece in the Rambam. I mean, he's a little bit, you know, um, is it circular or not? And this, you know, even the Drabanan is saying this, right? 
meaning even midrabanan, you don't need what the Ravid requires later on in Parakid Beis and in Hilchos Abadim, namely Kiyum. Kemo. Yeah. There are all sorts of chashashos you could have that we're not koshish for. So that is a combination of umdana and reshlakish. Or maybe the umdana that then gets read into the star, you know, as, as edus because of reshlakish. Correct? Yeah, go ahead. Oshema. Another possibility, right? Well, that's even not just, you know, maybe in addition, right? Ooh, that's also very interesting, right? Meaning... In Mamanus, where there's Motzimichver, all of Araya, you know, so maybe, you know, we would, you know, be more Machmir, at least Midrabanan, or something like that. Okay, so this, uh, this, this is the Rambam that's not so often quoted, but it's the same sheet, of course. So it sounds like the Rambam, you know, has a combination of Umduna, but, you know, I think the Umduna that's basically animating, you know, the, the Eidos, and it sounds like the, the Ravid is Cholek. Now, the Ravid is Cholek because, you know, because what? Because that's, you know, we are Choshesh, you know, for, once we're Choshesh, for Ir- or once Reish Lakish doesn't answer, you know, Ir- Rabal, you know, so then, um, you know, the Chashash for it, at least Midrabanon, requires Mequid. But first of all, there are two things just to say. Number one is that, you know, the Ravid does still have a little bit of a problem you know, with, with the Gemara, and Chabdalad, you know, Omidalad, right? The Gemara does, you know, it's one thing to say, you know, or like to say it in Edekiyum, that doesn't help, but in the case of, of Isha, it certainly sounds like, like they're, you know, like, you know, that, um, I mean, the, the language of the Gemara is, Kivinshi Gia Get Liada, you know, something. So, Kivinshi Gia Get Liada, we don't believe, that's a reason why we wouldn't believe upon it So it, even though the Lecha Mishnah and the Rabbeinu Yerucham are, are suggesting a reading that is comparable to um, to the Ritvas of Shliach Kabbalah, but the Ritva doesn't have to contend with the language, you know, of the of the Gemara. So I just wanted to make uh, a comment. I, I believe I don't think this is just my idea, although I was looking and I couldn't find it. And I said, Halen. But at least it occurs to me, and I believe other people might say it also, and that is that even the Ravid, you know, might be Mechaleg, you know, um, between two things. One is, is the Gerushin Chal, and the other is, can she Lechatchila use this, you know, to remarry? Uh, it sounds like what the Ravid is really saying is not that the Ged is not Chal until there's Kiyum, on a Drabana level even, she's Megoreshet. Just that Bezdin, you know, is not going to, since we're Choshesh for the error of, of the Baal, right, if he were to be Ma'arer, we would have to, that would, you know, gum up the works. So, you know, she can't um, remarry. But either way, what emerges is very fascinating because the Pashtas is 
that for the, even though for the, like I said before, even though for the Rambam, the Irur, you know, creates a Doraisa problem. And for the Ravid, very likely, it only creates a Durabanan problem. You know, nonetheless, that Durabanan problem, like, imposes, you know, a, a limit, at least as far as the Chathila remarrying, you know, for, um, for the Ravid, you know, and not for the Rambam. Not for the Rambam, I think it's because it's simply considered to be Edith Shabishtar. It's interesting that the, um, um, some of the Nosekalin ask again, I think Kassavishna or others, ask against the Rambam, like, isn't that against, like, the Pashtus of the Sugya in, in Ksuvis, on Chabes of Aleph, which the Rambam begins with, which is, you know, if not for Pasha, also Pasha Hittir, like, we don't believe the Isha to say that she's, uh, you know, the Goresha. Some of the other Nosa Kalim chime in and they say, yeah, because there's no, you know, Gita Biyada, you know, in that case in, in Ksuvis. case in Ksuvis, where she's the menace, is even if she doesn't have a get, but if she has a get, Tachasyana, like the Ramam says, then that would be believed. But I think the other Nosa Kalim are going to say, well, yeah, but the get that's Tachasyana is not Bakuya. So I don't know if they'd say, we'll get to this, we talk about Tanina and so on. I don't know if they'd say, you know, the Harehu Kechaspa Vialma, you know, but what they are saying, it's, it's a very interesting, you know, issue kind of that emerges. In other words, um, it sounds like the Raibid, you know, Udi may think that absent Kiyum, in a case where the Iror, even if only Durabanan, you know, would be Ma'akev, you know, means that at least Midrabanan, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the Eidos Shabishtar cannot be the Reish Lakish cannot be, you know, relied upon. And that's kind of the mentality asking against the Rambam also from the Sugya and Ksuvis, like without a Pesha also, Pesha Hitir, a Yoravide, you know, Kiyum, then, um, you know, you shouldn't be able to proceed. And the Rambam's going to say, well, in the apps, as long as there is, no, if there's an error, actually, then you have a Derisa problem. You know, but in absence of an error, we don't think, you know, um, that this is Chaspa the Alma. You know, um, Midrabanan. What we, you know, n- not even Midrabanan. Certainly not Midraisa. And therefore we apply fully the din of, um, of Reish Lakish. Okay. Anyway, so that's, I, I want to speak a little more about this, but that's, you know, the argument between the, what I'm suggesting is that partly the discussion between the Rambam and the Raibid, as well as um, the different shitos about, you know, um, Shliach Kabbalah, you know, Shliach Kabbalah when there's a time delay, um, you know, Shliach um, Kabbalah, you know, if the Shliach Kabbalah loses his uh, status, Shliach Laholacha, you know, if the Baal dies, um, et cetera, et cetera, that instead of seeing all these just in terms of Daiko Mintzava, the likelihood of Eror, um, you know, based on directness or timing or whatever, um, that it's possible to see this whole Sugya as, you know, being connected according to some, to the um, question of, you know, whether the star protects, maybe together with Bafalinachta, Bafalinachtam, maybe that's the basis of it, or in cases where you don't need Bafalinachta, Bafalinachtam, on the basis of Reish Lakish, you know, even, um, even if an error, you know, would be, um, would be effective. Okay, I'm probably gonna, I should probably stop here. Um, I wanted to continue just to, okay. The next thing I want to discuss is, uh, in light of that, to go back to discuss two things. Number one, um, is, number one, just to throw in an idea, just maybe, a speculation, 
Is the Raiva's Shita also connected to his more expansive requirement of Enikiyum in Gitin Vikidush in general? You know, we already encountered that the Rambam and Raiva discuss the need for Minu Shliach Halacha Be'edim, as opposed to Shliach Lekabala, and, you know, uh, or Bitol Tanah. And in both cases, the Ravid has, um, you know, greater aversion to risk or greater need for a Nekiyum, in other words, in, in Gitin Bikidusha. Is that connected also to this sheet of the Ravid, that, you know, if there will be an error, there will be, you know, a, um, a problem, and therefore you can't even move forward, you know, without, uh, without a key? Is that part of the general sheet of the you know, and uh, as opposed to the realm. That's number one. And number two, um, to revisit this distinction between Shlech Kabbalah and Shlech Lalacha in Gitin separately and in Gitin Bikidushin, um, just to talk briefly about the Rambam, the Raivid, the Ramach, the Rosh in Kiddushin, the Ramban that the Rosh quotes, the Smag that we already, and the Rosh that we already saw. Briefly, though, just to straighten out, you know, what those Shitas um, are all about in terms of halakha and Kabbalah. And then I want to speak briefly also, just to finish up this part of it, about the, if you hold like Rabbi Vigdor or the Rambam, that the Irur Habal works, Doraisa, so one of the models that the would still be sufficient to combat that or neutralize that. Okay? And then we'll move on to Taninan and Kim Shtaris Doraisa. Those should go quickly because see same issues, but just we need to look at more.